Introducing Bluehost Cloud, ultra-fast WordPress hosting with 100% uptime. Want a website with unmatched power, speed, and control? Of course you do. And now you can have all three with Bluehost Cloud, the new web hosting plan from Bluehost. With 100% uptime and incredibly speedy load times, your WordPress websites will be dependable and lightning fast on a global scale. Plus, your sites can handle even the biggest traffic spikes without going down or lagging. And with Bluehost Cloud, you get 24-7 WordPress priority support, meaning you're connected to WordPress experts anytime you need them. Not to mention, you automatically get daily backups and world-class security. So, what are you waiting for? Get Bluehost Cloud today by visiting bluehost.com. That's bluehost.com. Hello and welcome to the HP Podcast. I'm Ben and here with me today is Phil. What is up? And Brandon. Hello. You said hello before I got done saying your name, or like at simultaneously. I was anticipating it. And I'm jumping the gun. Hey, it's the HP Podcast. We're here again with you this week, and we're here with you courtesy of us. No, and our patrons. <laughs> uh, our patrons over at... You're welcome, everyone. <laughs> over at patreon.com slash handsomephantom. Head on over, join us for a dollar or more a month, and get ad-free early access, and just be blessed by our presence. Mm-hmm. We're not conceited. Just feels like it sometimes. No, quite the opposite, gentlemen. Phil, first of all, it's great to have you here. Happy to be back. And yes, uh, for those wondering, Dave, your favorite Canadian, really the only good Canadian, mm-hmm. uh, one of a few, is uh, was, was unable to make it. He had to work late this evening, so it's just the three of us. It's the, well, it's the three of us, not just the three of us. It's the three of us. Just the three of us. Mm. I'd like to hear your dad sing that song. <laughs> no, you wouldn't. <laughs> I would. No. Well, I mean, yeah, I would too, but yeah. no, we don't. <laughs> Make it happen, Phil. I'm right here. <laughs> well, how are you guys doing this week? Good, 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 good. It's well, been a good week. A lot of goods. Yeah, a lot of goods. Um, what is it? Tuesday? Wednesday? Today I don't know. is. It is Tuesday. Tuesday. It's a yes. holiday week. It's always nice when you, you know. Get some days off work. Is it? Potentially. Never and, heard uh, about that. Never yeah. experienced it. Yeah. I mean, I'm just working the rest of the five days I would normally work after the holiday and right. working into Saturday, but right. Um, been a good week. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Cool. How about you? Yeah. Me too. Um, I moved last week and um, getting things settled in. Mm. Um, that feels really good. Having all the boxes around and literally living out of a box mm-hmm. was really stressing me the fuck out mm-hmm. um, for obvious reasons. So I've been doing it for 10 months. It's yeah. <laughs> yeah. So... I'm excited that my kitchen's coming together, um, the living room's coming together. It just feels more like home. Um, and at the end of a long day, all I want to do is come home, uh, not to a, a home fill with boxes. Yeah, so. that's awesome. Yep, that's amazing. Yeah, yep. yeah, dude. I am tired. I had a busy week, busy yeah. weekend. Yeah, you did. Uh, but we're here. It's the boys. We're hanging out. What are you looking at on your phone? I'm looking at something that looks like a butt. It's a picture of my dog. Sorry. Okay. I didn't mean to get distracted, so, but... No, yeah. it was just like you were holding it facing towards <laughs> me, and I'm like, there is there is like a, a butt-shaped skin happening. Dude, I wish it was a butt. Do you have any pictures of a butt I could see? Uh, I'll hook you up. Okay. <laughs> it's going to be Brandon's butt. I really, but be I, you, I, hey, a butt's a butt. You did not specify. Nope. It, w- it will be hairy. That's fine. All right. Is it red hair? <sighs> 
You're like, I, I don't assume. typically bend my neck backwards to view my ass. Um, One could assume. But is you know, your leg hair red? It's hard to tell, isn't it? Well, honestly, if we really want to get into this right now, um, <laughs> we <know>. there's, <laughs> there's like, it's weird because my eyebrows are like dark brown, almost uh-huh. black, not quite black, just really dark brown. And my chest hair and my stomach hair are that same color as my eyebrows. Hmm. And then, spoiler alert, it's like, it's, <laughs> oh no, it's like a faded paint job. Seriously. It like just, gradually turns red as you go down my body. So now that everyone knows a little bit more about me than they should, (laughs) um, welcome. So what you're saying is it's highly likely that your butt hair is red. I'd say it's probably inevitable. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. But see, that's exciting. Mine's just brown everywhere. Yeah, that's right. (laughs) You know, that's no fun. That's right. It's It's always been very strange for me because the hair on my head is like, well, it's like slightly gray now, but it's uh, it's kind of a brownish color, but my beard has a reddish tint to it. Yeah, mine actually does too. And it's confusing why... Yeah. I saw an article one time, it was like, why people without red hair have red beards? And I was like, hmm, I should read that, and then I didn't. I feel yeah, like it's hereditary. It like me. My grandpa looked like a leprechaun. I mean, he had bright red hair. Yeah. Um, They called him red at the mill, you know, full red beard. Right. So that's why I just orange, assume it kind of... Orange or red? Because there's a big difference. Orange, I guess. All right. My sister, when she was like two or three years old, had like orange hair. Like she literally had orange hair. Like carrot top. Like carrot top, but oranger. Okay. It's it, we. As the years have gone on, we see pictures of her. We're like, you look, kind of look like an orangutan. <laughs> oh no, dude! I heard she can't burp. My sister? Yeah, I think that's true. Yeah, your dad told me she can't burp. Yeah. Yeah. Whoop. Poor girl. I think that's true. It's a weird. How are you gonna let off? We're talking about you, that, but you let off the. Yeah, why were you talking about my sister not burping? I don't know how it came up, but I was there for the <laughs> conversation know, too, know. and I forgot yeah. about it until you just yeah. said something. But I hope yeah. she's doing. Okay, was this on then. Sunday? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yes, it was. Yeah. 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 Uh, okay. We right. got there somehow. I don't know. Yeah. They were selling pop and beer, and it makes you burp. So I'm sure it kind of. It's worked probably its way the in. same way we got to talking about what color Brandon's butt hair is. Probably. Yeah. You know, things just escalate. You know how these things go. Yeah. Yeah. First, you're talking about burps. Then you're talking about butts. Just guy things. Right. Right. Just, um, right. Yeah. Just guy things. Just gamer stuff. That's right. right. Uh, so in that same vein, the next thing we're going to talk about is Alan Wake Remastered. Mm-hmm. Gentlemen, who has played the original Alan Wake? I have not. Yeah, me neither. <laughs> so. Well, I feel alone. But this will probably be the time that I do. Alone. Alan Wake, when I got my Xbox 360, my buddy Brandon, not this Brandon, a different Brandon, was like, here. And handed me a few games and said, but this is the first one you're going to play. And it was Alan Wake. The second one was Red Dead Redemption, for anyone who was wondering. Mm, Okay. And so I played it. I loved it. Absolutely. We've been talking about, not we specifically, but the industry has been talking about when's Alan Wake going to get a remake, a remaster, a sequel. Uh, We've been, you know, we talked about it after Control came out because there were some illusions because Remedy, you know, made the both Mm -hmm. uh, to it coming out. So here's what happened. Uh, Today... Is this, is this today? No, this is... Yeah, this is today. The I seventh? just read it today. They yeah. officially announced it. There's a, There was a rumor, but on the fan site, alanwake.info, the sudden stop a community website, uh, they announced that there's a remake coming. Uh, let me just read a little bit of an excerpt from it. I'm beyond happy to tell you all that the, at the time of at the time of writing this, Alan Wake Remastered is nearing its completion. Confirmed, announced, coming up in partnership with Epic Games Publishing. Uh, as we remember from a while back, Remedy and Epic 
sign some deals on uh, on on publishing. Multi-platform PC on the Epic Game Store, Xbox, and for the first time ever, PlayStation. The, this generation and the previous one. This is for you. Alan Wake came out over eleven years ago, and through that time, you have told us time and time again how much you love the game. Again, addressing the uh, the fan site, the story, the characters, and the lore, and that matters a lot to us, etc., etc., etc. This is why we felt it was fitting to make this announcement here at the Sudden Stop, which has been an integral part of the Remedy community since back in 2012 when it started out as an Alan Wake fan site. The Remedy community wouldn't be what it is today without the Sudden Stop, and we wanted to show our gratitude by telling you about Alan Wake Remastered right here. That's pretty cool. It's really cool. That's actually... I'm very excited about the re- about the remaster. I'm very excited for many new people hopefully you guys to get to play Alan Wake. I'm excited to play it myself. I've been wanting to play it again for a couple of years now and just kept thinking like, well, there's new stuff I could play. There's new right. stuff I could play. And uh, now, you know, now is going to be the time of course, but I'm very excited for you guys to get to play it. But really what I wanted to talk about more was this idea of like, it's pretty cool to see a developer who could have gotten like 75 billion retweets and, and little hearts and stuff on Twitter or whatever to announce a new game to the site that has kind of kept it relevant. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's neat. No, I mean, honestly, giving back to the people that gave to you, especially in the beginning, Mm -hmm. is such a cool thing that you don't see a whole lot in any industry, um, let alone the gaming industry. Um, So for the people that have stopped, I mean, imagine being one of the people back in the day and still... You know, being an active member on that site, yeah. even if you, you know, even if you're talking about control at this point, whatever. That's like how things used to be done, though. Like message boards, like it feels very, very old school to like, yeah, dude. I don't know, make yeah. an announcement that way pre-Twitter or pre-whatever. Yeah, yeah. Now let me ask you this, Ben. It's being, it's being labeled a remaster or a remake. Master. A remaster. A remaster. Yeah. Okay. It's called Alan Wake Remaster. Okay. As a matter of fact. Gotcha. Did gotcha, they gotcha. get the rights to all the music? Again, um, I know there's some issues with that. I'm sure they've got it figured out one yeah, way or another. Master. It doesn't detail yeah. that. As a matter of fact, it says the original. Oh, so this is one, one other thing I wanted to mention. The original game was only available to Xbox 360, and a few years later to PC. We're thrilled about the opportunity to bring the remastered version out for a new generation of platforms. I'm excited to hear what you think about Alan Wake. It's the original experience you fell in love with all those years ago. We didn't want to, we did not want to change that, but the visuals all around, including the character model of Alan Wake himself and the cinematics have been updated and improved with some next generation upgrades. Now, uh, Alan Wake remastered will launch this fall. I think we've heard rumor and this is probably why they actually announced it October 6th or so. I think, okay. Something That's like that. really fucking soon. soon very man. soon. I have a feeling it was probably going to be announced at the PlayStation event oh. this week, which I do want to talk about just briefly okay. later. Um, but I don't know that for sure, of course. Gotcha. Question yeah. for you, Ben. As someone who's played the game, yeah. how do... So I love the visuals. I love any sort of update they're going to make to a game. But something I always have an issue with is when a game mechanic mechanical wise mm. feels old how did the the moment to moment feel have you played it recently i haven't played it since probably 2010 is that when it came out 2011 whenever it came out probably six months after that yeah so i haven't played it in a good decade probably okay so what i know about it though is it's not like it's a it's not like super twitchy and and real insanely fast paced right. or anything so i think i have a general understanding of like how the game itself 
works. I just didn't yeah. know if it had any of those old game quirks. It's just that, Alan walking around. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> That's it. It just looks better. Just walking around. Yeah. It's definitely going to be an interesting time. I mean, I think it will have aged well. I've seen people who have played the original recently. Cool. And it's and they've, you know, they've talked about it playing well. Of course, I'm sure you're not going to be able to play a remaster without it seeming a little like, oh, okay, yeah. this is a little dated. But yeah. it's definitely not the type of game that would require a ton, in my opinion, no of doubt. reconfiguring. No doubt. What other games do you guys want to see remastered? Dude, this is just out of fucking the corner of my brain, but I I would love for them to remaster remaster Brutal Legends. Oh man, that, the that Jack Black great. game. Yep. I don't know that that game would actually hold up whatsoever. Oh, it will. It I would just remember up. a bitchin' soundtrack. Mm-hmm. I just remember having loads of fun playing it. Don't know if I'd have any fun today playing it, but mm-hmm. right, it could be possible, dude. Fucking the guy yeah. from Motorhead was in that. That would be a great. Or just a sequel. I, I want a sequel. Anything, to that. man. Yeah. And, you know, a remaster and a sequel, like on the same packaging, would be awesome. And, like, I don't know. Jack Black is still so active on everything. Mm-hmm. Like, he, he's still uh, active with Tim Schaefer, too. I mean, they still yeah. seem to do a lot of stuff together. Right, I see right. And that's what I'm saying. So, I mean, yep. I would love for them to do something again because what they were able to come up with back then shows me that, you know, I don't know how much Jack Black had an involvement, but still, I mean, in my heart, I feel like he'd be down. Mm hmm. He'd be down for sure. I would love that. He's always down for a good time. What about you, Phil? What's one game that you could pull out that you could think of that should be remastered? Time Splitters 2. I think that's happening, isn't it? Is that actually happening? Time Splitters some, 2. I know a sequel's coming there was out. Some, oh, maybe this just I know they're making a new one. I didn't know Time Splitters 2. I would like a kind of how like when Modern Warfare came out, we got a, a remaster of Modern Warfare. Yeah. I would like Time Splitters 2 with that. But that's that's a game that I would always like to uh that would be cool. To see get a remaster or a remake and yeah get the chance to play that again that was uh back in my my big time fps uh stage of life so i think most of the games that i would want to have a remaster have had one at this a point. lot of them a lot of the like maybe more story driven games i feel like it's the first person shooters that have kind of got left behind right um yeah that's true not i don't know a lot of the call of duties have, at least the good ones have gotten remastered call mm. of duty 4 modern warfare 2 not the good ones though what are the good ones? Bruh. <laughs> the good ones would be uh, three and, and uh, World at War. And uh, there's about a million and two people that would agree, <laughs> disagree, um, maybe agree. I don't know. Four was incredible two. though. Yeah, yeah, I think that stage right there, like three, four, and World at War, that was like probably my favorite. Yeah. Do they need a remaster yet? Four probably doesn't. Four definitely doesn't. Four kind of got one right yeah um, it it definitely did this is kind of just out of nowhere too but like with the rise of apex legends what i would love to see for the community oh man and for Here the game would be for them to up they don't even have to fully remake up titanfall 2 mm-hmm. it's got an amazing campaign mm-hmm. bring the multiplayer back J- just just surge that community again because i feel like there still is people playing titanfall 2 multiplayer like mm-hmm. i'm I'm positive there has to be people playing it on Steam right now. But I feel like that came out at a weird time. And in my mind, it's such a quality game. And I didn't have much time with the multiplayer because it was just kind of not there. I kind of missed the time of the multiplayer. And I would love with the rise of Apex Legends for them to just do something different with that um, and bring the Titans back, man. Titanfall 2 is a great game. Yeah, I seriously. Think 
a couple years ago, I would have said that was a silly idea, obviously because it was newer then, but it, because Titanfall 2 didn't really do that well. But over the last couple of years, there's been so much appreciation out there, especially after Apex came out mm-hmm. for Titanfall. And so like now, I think there could be a market to actually make it do well. It's almost developed like a cult-like following. Yeah. Where maybe mm-hmm. it's not going to be a broad appeal, tons of people buying it off the store shelves, but the people who are diehard about it, they're all going to buy it. Well, dude, even that, I mean, listen, you got a free game. The surge in Apex players has been exponential over the past couple months. Yeah. And so you literally have games that are games. You literally have guns that are from Titanfall 2 and Titanfall 1. If you re-released it, people would already be semi-familiar with that. And that just encourages them more to step back in. Mm. You know, if you know what. It just came out at the wrong time. I agree. It came out with a Call of Duty and Battlefield 1. I agree. All at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. And it got lost in the shuffle. Yeah. But. Uh, yeah, man. Just, I love that idea. I'm pulling out some wacky remakes, but I genuinely would love to see both of those games. I would play the hell out of that. I, I that campaign that. reminded me a lot of like Turok and some of those uh-huh. like old campaigns that I liked I back see in that. the day. It had that feel to it. And, yeah. Uh, which, also, I'd like to see a remaster of like a Turok 2. Yeah. Oh, man. would be awesome. <laughs> man, that'd be yeah. great. Wasn't there fucking something Turok related within the past there couple years? There was a Turok years? game they, on 360. Didn't they? Uh, okay. Oh, yeah. They, they, remastered, they kind of remastered too. But yeah, I guess they did. Okay. Um, I have not actually played those though. Yeah. I don't know how I, well they. I'd be interested. Made them, yeah, yeah, no, yeah. Speaking of getting all tangled up, Jim Ryan has mm. been all tangled up lately. Mm-hmm. Last week they announced that Horizon Forbidden West would not have an upgrade path. You wouldn't be able to upgrade from the PS4 version to the PS5 version at all. Unless you bought like some crazy extravagant edition that cost a bunch more. Which is insane, right? That you can't even upgrade it, even if you pay for it. They weren't even going to offer a paid upgrade path. That doesn't make any fucking sense at all, actually. (laughs) No, exactly. Previously, Jim Ryan had said, this is a while ago now, that I don't have the direct quote in front of me here, that Horizon, don't worry, gamers, you'll be able to upgrade for free. Not just for $10, not... Not at all, but for, for free. You'll be able to go for free. And then Sony PR, or whoever was doing it, came out and said, no upgrade path available. You got to buy. If you buy it for 60 bucks, then you get a PS5 a, a week later, and you want to play it, you got to spend 70 bucks to, to, to get it. So obviously, there's a lot of outrage. One, not only about the fact that there was no upgrade path, paid or not, but just about the fact that Jim Ryan had said there would be a free upgrade path. Mm-hmm. So... This week, uh, actually, it was over the weekend, actually. They came out and said, okay, we get it. We messed up. Uh, I'm going to read a little bit here from an article from Collider, actually. Uh, Sony reversed the decision and will now be offering the upgrade for free. So they went from not offering it at all. They skipped over the step where you pay 10 bucks for it. Mm -hmm. And they went right to to offering it for free. Uh, They said Sony released a statement talking about the reversal of the Horizon Forbidden West upgrade while also confirming they will no longer support free upgrades for their first party titles, which will cost $10 to move from the PlayStation 4 to the PlayStation 5 version of the game going forward. 
President and CEO Jim Ryan said that since the game was originally meant to be released last year, they will stand by the original offer of free upgrades for players who buy the PlayStation 4 version of the game. He went on to clarify their plans for the future. Quote, I also want to confirm today that moving forward, PlayStation's first party exclusive cross-gen titles, newly releasing on PS4 and PS5, both digital and physical, will offer a $10 USD upgrade option from PS4 to PS5. This will apply to the next God of War and Gran Turismo 7 and any other exclusive cross-gen PS4 and PS5 title, specifically, he says, published by Sony Interactive Entertainment. So they're probably, in fairness, aren't going to be a whole lot more games that are going to be cross-gen at this point. There better not be. <laughs> well, right. That's a whole different <laughs> like, situation. That's, story that's where I want to head down this path. Like, yeah. just stop selling PS4 games, and well, we don't have to worry about it. Well, let's do it. Let's talk about it. All right. So right now, you know, there's like, what, 120 million PS4s out in the wild. I mean, mine is in my attic, yeah. sitting there, waiting for me to get the gumption up to sell it. Hmm. Brandon's doesn't work anymore. Mm-hmm. Uh, it blew up and uh, mm-hmm. burned down his house. That didn't really happen. <laughs> but I hope not. So it, it, from a business perspective, it probably makes sense for some of these games to be coming out. From another perspective, people who, like all three of us who were fortunate enough that we were able to secure a PS5, mm-hmm. even though mine didn't work and Sony had it for three months, that uh, not fixing it. That, uh, you know, we want games that are going to be exclusive to our hardware because otherwise, why the hell did we upgrade? Why the hell did we get a new one? Uh, there's obviously myriad reasons that we could say that, that that's the case. And I think we'd all agree with them, but we want new games. But if they're going to have them, first of all, what if they're going to make a game that's a PS4 game and everything's supposed to be backwards compatible, why would they not offer an upgrade path at all? Let alone, yeah, you have to offer for, some for free or right. for paid, whatever. Yeah. And then the second thing is, Phil, like you're like you're saying, like, when are they going to stop making games for PS4? I was hoping 2020. Yeah. Um, they they need to stop that because we need to know that they're actually putting the time and resources into making these things for the new consoles, and it's not just a last gen game that we're playing with better visuals on this console. Like, I need to know, and I, I was not on that side of the fence like for a Twilight long time. Princess. Right. Yeah, like I, I was on the side that was like, oh, now everyone can play them. Who cares? But when you really start getting into the techs and 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 the specs and the whatever, like, <laughs> we bought these consoles because they can do more than the PS4, and I don't want to play a PS4 game on my PS5. I want to play yeah. a PS5 game on my PS5. Yeah, techs and specs aside, um, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't mean to get too technical with everyone on the. You lost. The, you lost me with that one for a little bit, but specs, um, yeah. I'm gonna reel it back in. All right, bring us back um, on. <laughs> so, I'm I'm in agreement with you, Phil. I mm-hmm. am personally, but I think that's because I own a PS5. Yeah, right. And I think that Sony is in a bit of a predicament here that we keep saying over and over again. They are. I want to put the nail in the PS4's coffin, but my girlfriend doesn't have a PS4. Or a PS5. I'm getting all mixed up now. Too technical, Phil. Sorry. Um, sorry. So like, Too many techs. They, <laughs> Not enough spec. They're straddling this line where I'm sure they feel the same way we do in some instance, where yeah. they want to produce for the most loyal customers right. who will probably in turn spend more money. Right. But when you don't have it in the majority of your player base, yep. how could they reasonably stop providing for a console that makes up the majority of your players? And until that shifts at least a little bit more to the side of the PS5, I wouldn't be surprised if into 2022, maybe even the end of 2022, we're still getting cross-gen games mm-hmm. at this point. Because just think about it. It's it's how far through the year? 
See what I hate about that is that, and you're probably right. How far through the year are we? And people well, yeah. still can't get this shit. I'm serious. I've never seen one in the, in the wild. You know, after no, I got mine. Shelves or anything. No. And yeah. that's what I'm saying. I don't want it to be this way, but because of it not getting to the consumer's hands, the PlayStation 5, it cannot be this way. Well, here's, here's Sony, why. Sony won't allow it. They are too frugal business-wise. They are very conservative, and they want their fucking money, and they get it. Then they should have waited on the Horizons and the God of Wars and the whatever else that they're going to put on both consoles because well, these are the games that, like... They are, though. Tell if, me they're not. Forbidden well, West sure, was but, delayed. But if it's Go. still going to play on the PS4, I'm still getting a last-gen game just on... It's not going to be able to take full advantage of what the PS5 can do if they're going to play this game. So I better get another game in each of these series that is a PS5 exclusive at some point. Yeah. Or else I feel like they really wasted an opportunity this generation to put out the best game in each of those those franchises that they could. Here, here's my counter-argument to that, Brandon. Uh, or not, I agree with what you said. Right. But what I will say is we've seen numbers from the beginning of this generation. And already PlayStation has sold more PS5s than they sold PS4s in the same time span. The reason, besides a global pandemic, that there are there is a shortage and it's hard to get them is because there's a bigger player base now. Right. So you've got more people going for them and everything. But in the past, we've only ever seen a few cross-generation games, and we've almost never, almost never, seen first-party games be yeah. cross-generation. And so that's the thing that's weird to me, is like everybody wants to stop. You know, everybody was like, well, we got to support the old generations. I'm like, but you've literally never done that before. Right. You've always moved on to the next thing, regardless of the player base. That's why. Yeah. That's why new game. That's why games like launch games sell so many copies, even if they're terrible, Nick, because <laughs> everybody wants to play it. Because there's nothing like there's very limited games they can play. They're not at the end of a seven year generation. Two yeah. points to that. One, it's been abnormal how long the life cycle between the consoles were. So yes. I would say that that's created a weird space yes. for consoles where, where we're not seeing things that we've seen before because the, like, and this is why game developers are struggling because of the power differences too. And I'm sure it makes everything difficult. So I'd say that kind of is a factor to take into note. And also, um, yeah, I don't know what the second point was, but that first point hit. It was probably a bad <laughs> yeah, too. Yeah. yeah. Um, we're seeing larger jumps, is what right, you're, I think, right, what you're yeah, there. yeah, and like, and and like the time frame is much larger, so I feel like that presents its own. But that feels like oh, less I, of a reason to I, put it out on the old system. Like you've had your seven years, eight years with it. Like to to big to piggyback off my first point, I did remember also something I think that's interesting is we're getting all of these like upgrades, right? The PS4 Pro, the PS4 to the PS5. We're getting like visual upgrades but my counterpoint to that as well and something i didn't even think of as someone who has been a majority console gamer is that imagine this is as close as we're going to get right now to a pc so we're arguing about something that isn't even thought about on pc because all of the options are available to the pc player so at what point is it just not going to matter that there's one version or the other like are you playing a lower version of the game if you buy you know, escape from Tarkov and can only play it on low settings. I wouldn't feel that way as opposed to someone who's playing it on high settings. Like it's the same version of the game. So I get what you're saying about it being a PS4 game natively and a PS5 game, but on PC, it's just always the same game, just 
different visually. Do you get what I'm trying to say about the PC, Ben? I think I get what you're saying, but I'm confused on what your position actually is now. Because you've made an argument for a good argument for both. Well, I'm just kind of shooting the shit. And like, I think it's becoming a more complex issue in my brain as I'm working through it. Right. Because I could see it from both sides. Like, I can understand why they would want to keep the majority of their money with last gen. Right. But I'm also kind of just like, I don't think it's a lesser version of the game to put it on PS4 because I wouldn't consider a lower running game on PC any different. But there are things that like that controller can do. And with, you know, the, the okay, just it, it, it could be a completely different experience on the PS5 if they put everything into it that they could. Okay. But if they make the same game on both, then, you know, I get what you're saying. I'm, I'm so scatterbrained tonight, but yeah. Well, I'll tell you, whenever I, we talked about this a little while ago, actually, and I was kind of almost having the same conversation you just had because I kind of changed my mind every time I talked about it because I could see both sides of it. And, yeah, right. Yeah. Um, but I just know, like, you know, as a PS5 owner, right. I want the best version of this game I can get, especially Horizon. Horizon's very near and dear to me. It's one of my favorite games ever. Yeah. So, like, I want this sequel to be, like, mind-blowing to yeah. me and i you know if i feel like i'm playing a ps4 version that i just paid 10 extra bucks for because it's prettier or something then that's not enough yeah i don't know yeah and it makes me think that they're being you know limiting what they can actually do so it might not be that we get a lesser game it's just that they could have made more of a game if they weren't just stuck with ps4 limitations yeah what do you know. think about the fact uh, i think i know what you're gonna think about the fact that they, Sony came out and said, no upgrade path at all, essentially saying, we want you to buy the entire game twice. Mm -hmm. They went from that all the way to free upgrade. Like, I can understand them saying there's no upgrade path if it just somehow isn't possible. Mm -hmm. I don't know how it wouldn't be possible because all you got to do is give somebody a, a digital copy of the of the PS5 version, even if they got to pay 10 or 20 bucks for it. Right. But they went from saying you can't upgrade it to it's going to be free. How's, how does that make you feel about trusting Sony? I think that if the game wasn't delayed, they might have said something differently. Yeah. But the fact that it didn't come out this year, like, I just don't know that they want to take any more hits. Yeah. PR-wise. Especially it, the inconsistent messaging is definitely concerning, um, to say the least. I feel like this sort of thing should be known from the top. And the fact that there's confusion there is kind of concerning, I guess. What's it, extra concerning about this game, though, I think is that uh, with with Herman having such a bigger role at Sony, like you would think they'd be taking great <laughs> care of this game to like, yeah. I don't know, present it in a much better, I don't know. It just feels like they're mishandling a lot of things right now. It's like their job. It's Sony PR's job. Or whoever is putting these, this messaging together, which you would assume is somewhat, at least somebody on their communications PR team, you'd think they'd take better care to like, I don't know, do you gotta do you gotta follow Jim Ryan around and like write down every word he says and then catalog it, and when you're ready to put a press release out, you do a Control F and just make sure he didn't say something that contradicted it. Like Probably, it's like the Halo Bible that they have to like, yeah, you know, yeah, you, you kind of need that. If it just seems like when your president says something, yeah, your PR shouldn't say the exact opposite. Yeah. Right. That's a little bothering to me. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. Well, the good thing is that you'll be able to because of the, because of their screw up, you'll be able to upgrade for free, let alone at all. Uh, but at least we know now that if there are other, then they've already stated here that God of War and Gran Turismo Seven are going to be a ten dollar digital upgrade option. 
uh, which, frankly, I think it's fair. I don't have a problem. I, I would much prefer a free option. Don't yeah. get me wrong. But to have a, a, a you know, a $10 option, it's not bad. Dude, if I'm going to Starbucks with my girl, I'm going to pay 10 bucks. So I feel like that 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 is a sweet spot for me. If it was much more than that, I would maybe think twice. Do I like the game enough for it to look better? Hmm, maybe. Ten bucks just seems insignificant um, to have a a much more beautiful experience. Um, free is better, but I don't replay much though. There's so much new stuff coming out that, like, right. You know, by the time we get to that point, I've probably moved on. Right, and that's kind of how I feel about most stuff. I think that Ghost. They actually did it pretty smart. Well, they did something dumb and they did something good. With Ghost, they made a PS5 patch yeah. that it unlocked it or, you know, relocked it to somewhere higher to set it to 60 FPS and to look a little nicer and stuff like that. And then they were like, oh, but now we're going to do a re-release of the, the better edition with some DLC and stuff and you'll get new features and everything else. And I'm like, well, I want that, but also you already kind of gave me the half step for free and I don't know if I need it. So like it was good that they, that they offered it at the same time as the DLC because then you're like, well, I'm spending 20 bucks. I might as well just go ahead and spend 30 and be done with it. But at the same time, I'm like, but could I just spend 20 bucks because it looks pretty stinking good. Yeah. Uh, you don't have the rumble support, the, uh, the dual sense support per se. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. Have, has either of you played Icky Island? Yeah, no, still waiting not for yet. it to come. I oh, decided right. to buy you the physical that. copy. Yeah. Like yeah. they got me. They they came out right when I was moving last year. So when, when Ghost came out, like I put, you know, probably ten hours, I don't know, into it, but mm. I just never got too far. So I don't Yeah, it is what it is. I don't like digital stuff and I didn't feel like transferring it from my PS4 onto well, the PS5 and doing all that shit. So yeah. I just I just pre ordered it, a physical copy on PS5. That still hasn't come yet. So, as a slight aside, related, unrelated, yeah. they need to fucking figure out this save transfer shit. Yeah, yeah. Because it was easier for I me to spend the seventy some... bucks on a new game than to figure that. Well, out. Well, I heard something about you not being able to dip into your PS4 cloud saves from your PS5 from some games, but maybe Icky Island expansion, you can dip into your cloud saves from your PS. Your PS4 cloud saves onto your PS5. I don't know. It's it's so goddamn confusing. I could hardly mm -hmm. even wrap my head around it. And I don't know. They just got to do something better, man. They really do got to figure it out because it's just confusing for someone like me who feels like he knows what he's doing when he for turns anyone. the shit on. I feel like we talk, talk about, yeah. yeah, like this so. is a mess. They, they, they need to figure that out for sure. I wasn't even trying to figure it out, so that's why it, I just... And weren't people's, like, cloud saves getting all fucked up and yep. stuff, too? Like, mm -hmm. that's just bad, man. That's bad. Real bad. Just fix it, man. It makes it look even worse when you look at the Xbox side of things where I can, like, jump on my PC and be playing a game and then just close it and then open it up on my Xbox and the save transferred. Yeah. And I can play from the same place. And then, although I haven't done this very much, I've just known that other people do it. Hey, I want to play on, I want to play on my phone on cloud gaming. You hop on cloud gaming, there's your save. Yeah. You're good to go. And so, like, it's it's the old Sony we've always known and that everything's a little bit clunky. The back end is a mess. I trust was me. just thinking that. like, But it makes it look worse when you got Xbox looking stellar in this, in this moment. Well, no, what I think is crazy, I, I was just thinking that, Ben, because I was thinking about the whole fucking, for so long, the online ID bullshit, all of this save transfer stuff we're going with. 
it kind of makes him look like shit. Yeah. I mean, honestly. And it's concerning to me because when you see the ease of these other companies and you think it would be easier to set it up in such a way where I wouldn't have to download an entire another client version of a game I already have to play the DLC. Like, what is going on with these SKUs? What is going on with these clients? Like, why is this not figured out? And it kind of makes me concerned for the future that as shit becomes more complex, and I don't know if it's just some growing pains from last gen to this gen, but y'all had fucking how long to figure this shit out? Mm -hmm. I mean... I don't really give a fuck as the consumer. I just want you to figure it out. Like, right. Well, I can tell you on the developer side, when I need to go in and change something on one of our games, it's uh, I got to go to like three or four different websites to accomplish it and that's, for, on the Sony side. And on, every, and on Nintendo and Xbox, it's like it's all right here. There you well, go. Well, that's what I, that that's what's so concerning is there's this massive infrastructure. There's all this money. There's all this tech. And we have a fucking, like, cobbled together <laughs> fucking back end of a spiderweb network. Like, what is actually going on in the back that we don't even know about that's janky but working? That's what I'm worried about. What is working now but is programmed really poorly or coded really poorly and set up the way it is? You know, how long, like I said, I don't want to go back to it, but how long did it take them to figure out the online IDs? Like... Oh, man. I'm positive they were working on that for years, and yeah. it took them years. So what other yeah. small creeping problems are going to come up in the in the PS5's life cycle that we're going to see rear its ugly fucking head when something bad happens? So it's, I don't know. The back end is, is very concerning. I, I, I don't really know what they're doing. It's definitely a mess. If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Well, some good news. Stardew Valley. Okay. I, I don't know specifically when That's this good. was, if it's been announced or if it was just picked up on their website. But according to a post on Reddit, Stardew Valley has no, now sold over 15 million copies worldwide. Wow. That's amazing. That's a lot of copies of a game made by one person. <laughs> that, dude, bless that guy. Yeah. Seriously. So, so Concerned Ape, if you don't know, built a game by himself. There's, a, there's actually a, a part of one of Jason Schreier's books called Blood, Sweat, and Pixels that talks about the development of that game, of, of Stardew Valley. That's a great uh, book. It's a great book. Yeah. It's a good read. It's probably and the last book I actually finished. <laughs> yeah? Yeah. yeah. Uh, so the game sold over 15 million copies worldwide, and this is not part of that. As a matter of fact, that's not even... A, I didn't even find a news story. I just found it on the website. But there is an article from two days ago, September 5th. It was updated, it looks like. Uh, is, this, is this new? Is this a new article? I think it is. Anyway, 
It's from Eurogamer.net. It says it was updated September 5th, 2021. Whether it's a new game or not, I don't know. But if it was, I, uh, I missed it if it was an old one. It says the creator of Stardew Valley doesn't know if there'll be another update, saying he's focused on his next game. Speaking with Zach Hartman on Twitch at the end of the first official Stardew Valley Cup, Concerned Ape answered a handful of questions from the community, one of which was about mods that let the player marry the non-marriageable people in the smash hit farming game. Barone replied... Wait. Barone replied to explain why having almost everyone in the game be marriageable would be just a ton of work. That's the main reason why I haven't added more people, he said. To have someone become a marriageable candidate, that means I have to add a lot of dialogue and at least two more events, and those events do take a lot of time. It may seem like it's not that big of a deal, but it's a huge amount of time. Etc. 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 He then revealed that he has two existing NPCs in mind for whom would be good marriage candidates, before clarifying that this isn't something in active development, no doubt to... to no doubt in a bid to prevent the Stardew Valley community from getting too excited. Quote, I'm not saying there's going to be another Stardew Valley update. I don't even know at this point. Right now, I'm focused on my next game, so we'll see. Phil, I feel like you have a lot of time into Stardew Valley. Brandon, played, you too, actually. Yeah, I played, I played a good number of hours of Stardew Valley. Yeah. Yeah. Tell me, I, I've also played it, but, you know, just as the conversation started here, mm-hmm. tell me what it is that makes Stardew Valley, like, special. That makes it wow. makes you want to keep coming. That makes people say, "I've bought it on every system it's available on." So I haven't gone down that route, but um, with every every system. But I, I don't know, man. I think it's that game that like when when things are bad or or something, it just makes you feel good. It's it's just something that you you know you're not fighting hordes of something. You're not um, you know stressed out. You're just kind of. I mean, it is kind of stressful sometimes with your farm, making sure everything grows and stuff like that. But I I think it's just a uh, a way to escape. It's almost an Animal Crossing appeal, like that. It's it's something pure about it. There's something um, just just different than a lot of games, and and you just feel good. You know, it clears your head. You just kind of kind of melt into it. And the time, like the hours, can go by so fast in that game. You don't even realize it because you're just kind of in it. You're living it. Um, right. It's an experience. I think more than just a game. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's a great escape yeah. um, from anything you're going through. Um, I think between the soundtrack and the delightful sprites, yeah. um, the characters are charming. Um, and there's something methodical uh, about games like this, you know, Minecraft when you could farm. But Minecraft is scary sometimes. It can be stressful at night, right? But this doesn't have that. It's just no. feel good. You just got to make it home to go to sleep, yep. to watch your crops just grow. Giving gifts to people. And, yeah. You know, and trying to... Yeah, it's... It, it, it really I'm is just trying to get them in the sack. I was yeah. going to say it, but I, <laughs> yeah. I decided we're being, it we're really, being good on this one. Yeah, it really <laughs> is feel good. Um, it is. And I think the addition of the um, couch co-op was great as well. Um, I know me, my girlfriend and I hit that up a couple times. So, yeah, just really a feel-good game. And I've yeah. that's the best way to describe it for me um, is that all around feels very wholesome yep. um, and feel good. I just like saw the logo on the computer when, when Ben was pulling the article up and I just and it just makes you happy. Like it just you see that logo and you just like feel just good, <laughs> right? Yeah. I wish I was playing it right now. Yeah. Yeah. Well, cool. It's it's very cool to see. I, I love seeing indie games be breakout hits and make yeah. like cool success stories out of them. Uh, obviously, you see these gigantic games all the time. These AAA games that are that are huge, and there's you know, three hundred to a thousand people behind them or more. And that's nice. That's great. I'm glad those people have jobs, but it's really cool to see like one guy put in years of work yeah. into a, a project that he doesn't even really know where it's going 
and then at the end of it come out and be like I'm a millionaire now yeah, yeah. and it's also funny because like I don't know uh, you know let's let's just take a game let's take one the biggest game Call of Duty yep okay so Call of Duty is playable on Xbox it's playable on PlayStation it's playable on PC how many copies of Call of Duty, whatever year's Call of Duty is, is the average person going to buy? Probably one. Right. Right? With Stardew Valley, made by one person. Super Meat Boy, made by two people. Those are games that you constantly hear people being like, I bought that on every game, every console that's available on. Yeah. Minecraft, that's another one. Yeah. yeah um, almost, in, like, at, at the beginnings, at least, almost entirely made by one person. Yeah. Like, I, there's just something yeah. different there. That, yeah. I don't know. I don't get it. I, I, I mean, I, I'm part of it, but yeah. I don't really understand yeah. it. Yeah, I, I think it also probably has a little bit to do with the price tag. Sure, yeah. May, maybe that's just me. Yeah. That's true. That's a good point. They're they're cheap, more digestible games, yeah. but uh, still, like, I don't know. If Call of Duty was $10 or $20, I still probably wouldn't buy it across multiple consoles. That is true. No, I've only done that once. That's, that's I've bought one Call of Duty twice because... Ghost came out right at the end of that generation, so I bought it for you Xbox bought Ghost One twice. Yeah, I thought, you know what? <laughs> since it's since we're at this part of the, you know a new generation start, I'm like, when I got my Xbox One, I I thought it's probably better on the next gen game uh, uh-huh. console. It was not. It, it was, was not. not. So no longer... that's the only <laughs> bought Call of Duty Ghost twice. And even though it's the, the game I bought twice, it's probably the Call of Duty I've played the least. So you can, yeah. you can no yeah. longer have any opinions about Call of Duty, Phil. I'm sorry. Well, my opinion is right. It's okay. a terrible game that I okay. wish I wouldn't. You can have that opinion. I just had hoped that it would be better on the next gen console. God so I, I rebought it. Yeah. Wow. There was no option I'm so to, sorry. Uh, to upgrade for $10 or, so or anything sorry. like that back then. Boys. Game Boy and Game Boy Color titles are apparently headed to Nintendo Switch Online. This also comes from Eurogamer. Nintendo is set to add Game Boy and Game Boy Color titles to Nintendo Switch Online. Eurogamer sources have confirmed. Word that Nintendo will bulk up its Switch Online back catalog first broke earlier this week via the Nate the Hate podcast, which discussed various possible handheld games Nintendo could bring to the Switch subscription offering. Nintendo Live sources then offered their own confirmation. Now, Eurogamer has been able to separately corroborate these reports, and we have heard that other retro platforms are also on the cards. So right now we know that Nintendo Switch Online has a lot of Nintendo uh, NES games, a lot of SNES games, and now it looks like we're going to get some Game Boy and Game Boy Color games coming to the system. Did you guys have Game Boy Game Boys? I had an Advance. I had a okay. Game Boy Color. You had a Game Boy Color. Uh, wait, strike that, reverse it. I had the Game Boy Pocket, I think it was. Okay, yeah. It was one. a yellow one, Yeah. So, but the screen wasn't colored. It right. was still black and white, but it was like, yeah. Right. And then I went to the Advance. But yeah, I had kind of that middle between the Game Boy and the Game Boy Color. You got one of the tall boys. Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. I had an original Game Boy, but not until like 1999 or something like that. So definitely not, you know, anywhere close to release. Uh, yeah. What are some, I'm trying to even think, like I can, I'm sure I could name some off, but like, what are some Game Boy games you want to play on your Switch? Paperboy. Give me Paperboy. Christ. I don't even want to mention it because it's never going to fucking happen. Say it. And now that they're making, they're, they might even be remaking. I, I, I played a shit of um, Pokemon Silver. You played a shit of it? Sure. 
I played a shit ton of Pokemon oh, Silver shit, on my God. Advance. It's actually really cool because the Advance would take the original Game Boy cartridges, mm-hmm. and that was my only original Game Boy cartridge. Oh, and yeah. so it would stick. Like, literally, there was yeah, this giant really silver cartridge sticking out of the top of my purple Game Boy Advance, <laughs> and I would just play it like that. I had the little fucking light attachment. You'd put it right on the top so I could play it in the car at night. That's oh, awesome. Dude, that was the shit. That was before the backlit one. Yes. The SP or whatever. Correct, yeah. 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 I had the SP... I, I had the advance and then I was able to get, so I think I was in Erie and we went to this little arcade. I don't even, this was, you know, years ago. I don't even know where it was for sure, but they had one of those, mach- those games where you like, um, you have to stop the light as it's going across oh, yeah, like, yeah. the button mm-hmm. and you have to like build a tower with the lights and they're, they're so gimmicky and so, uh, messed up. Like they're, they're rigged to make you lose like all those games are, but because of that, like everything in there was like a $300 above item. And I walked up and this guy walked away and there were still credits left. And I just did it. And on the first try, I won. Damn, and I picked the Game Boy. Awesome. And I'm like, I didn't that's even pay for the token. You know? That's awesome. Right. Uh, and there's no chance I would have been able to do it if I was like trying. I was just like, oh, I'm gonna t-, you know, it, it worked. Either that or it malfunctioned. But either way, I got a free Game Boy SPL. That's amazing. Yeah, man. So, that is awesome. Yeah. It should be good. I'm, I'm really curious. It says we have heard that other retro platforms are also on the cards. Oh. I mean, what other retro? I mean, I guess you know, GameCube sure. 64. GameCube would be great. There's oh definitely gosh. some GameCube games that were underappreciated because that console. Eternal Darkness. I want oh. to play Eternal Darkness. I don't again. think I ever played Eternal Darkness. Man, it's a fantastic game. It, it messed with your mind. Yeah. Like it would tell you, like uh, on the screen, like your controller is unplugged, and like it's you're like, what the fuck? Can you go over and like it's not unplugged at all? And like yeah, well, that, that was one... intentional. Intentional. Oh. Yeah. yeah. It would like it would like literally fuck with you, not just like in the game, and it, it has some terrifying moments, but. I beat it and then I traded it in because that's what I did back then to get the next game. Right. And uh, now it's just super expensive to buy this mm. game. Dude, now, so. isn't that the game that would like have on the screen like the volume would be going yeah. up and shit, but yeah. the volume wouldn't actually right. be exactly. going up and you'd yep. be like, what the fuck is going Yep. Dude, that's that I, game. I would love to see some Great more game. stuff like that yep. in games nowadays. And it's crazy that nobody's done a lot like that. They were that. kickstarting a sequel, but it just never got funded. Really? I feel like that's something Kojima would do now. I know. Like yeah, if dude. somebody was going to do it in today's age. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. I'd, I'd love to see that, though. Um, I played a Spyro on Game Boy Advance. I should just go back and buy the trilogy on PS4. But yeah. I, not, think, I think Dustin has it. You could borrow it. Yeah. Are they going into third-party stuff, or is it specifically first-party Nintendo games? I, I really haven't dug too deep into the Nintendo. I want to say Super that Nintendo all games. the ones, and I don't use it very much. My my son does. He'll he'll dive into them more than I do. I'm thinking that most most of the Switch Online ones right now are Nintendo first-party. Okay. There's a there's a decent amount of them on there, so I would I wouldn't be surprised if you told me there was some third party stuff. Okay, but the only ones I've played are Nintendo first party right. on the online service. Because you get in a GameCube, there'd be a lot of stuff like Nightfire. Oh yeah, that I'd yeah. like to it, like to get my hands on. I would love to see the numbers on Switch Online. Yeah, because I wonder if they have everything we're talking about in their back pocket, and I wonder if they just are, you know, drip feeding it. Oh, of course. Yeah. I mean, genuinely, because, you know, I don't know what all it takes to get these old games on here, but they're doing it, and they're not doing it quickly. No. And I don't think it would make sense for them to just dump everything. That's not what I'm saying, but... And now they're going backwards. I feel like as online continues to be a thing, 
I feel like we'll probably get some some of the shit we're talking about just because they're going to want to keep the interest up. Right. They're going to want to keep that that yearly money rolling in, so they just give you a little bit at a time. Makes sense. It's a very Nintendo thing to do. Yeah, seriously. Yeah. <laughs> All right. The last thing is not really a news article. It's just a follow-up from last week. Last week, Brandon, you, Dave, and I, you, me, and Dave, I don't know, talked about how the the heat sink yes. on the PS5 yep. is a little smaller. Since then, uh, Austin Evans, a, a tech YouTuber, and uh, our friend Jimmy Champagne, who used to work with Austin and now has his own channel at PS Ready, uh, actually did like a test where they did some thermal tests. And it appears that the new PS5 does run hotter. Uh, did we cover that last week? I don't think we covered that it actually runs hotter. No, yeah. We... Just that they were making a smaller model. Right. So I wanted to follow up on that and just say like, I, I think their conclusion was it does run hotter, which usually is a bad thing. But does that mean it's worse? Who knows? It's worse in the sense that, yeah, it runs hotter, but uh, I'm glad I have a first gen one. <laughs> I was going to say it, but it felt yeah. douchey. I'm yeah. I'm actually like part of me is not glad because as you guys and everyone in the entire world that I've been able to speak to for more than 30 seconds in the last year knows. Did something happen with yours? Mine might have had something happen with okay. it, but I still don't know what it was. I think it was GPU related. But yeah. anyway, so hopefully that's fixed now. But either way, I'm like, well, I don't know if the new one's going to run worse or have a slow or have a shorter life. But it seems more likely that it will than that mine will. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I think I said this last week, but I'm less worried about the short-term effects of the heatsink being smaller and the long-term effects. Um, because, yeah. yeah, I just really wonder what this is going to mean down the line. I don't think it's going to be... I really don't think as more people get these, anyone will even notice right. legitimately because we're like kind of picking apart... The, the the temperatures at the back of the console, right? right? right. But just um, the people that that breaks. But yeah. well, well, no, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Is it'll be fine. H- how long will it be fine? Is right. Is really what I wonder. Right. So. Yep. Guys, uh, have you been playing anything? Phil, Phil, you've got to have played something new since the last time we talked. I know you've been playing at least one game. What, yeah. Let's start with you. Yeah, I've been playing Alien. Uh, what Fire Team Elite or whatever it's called. Yeah. Um, and I think I did talk about thinking about buying it the last time I was on. So. I'm playing it. It's a solid $40 game. It's a bit repetitive at times. Some of the dialogue is very repetitive. Um, I'm about a little over halfway through now, and I think the uh, the enemies are starting to change a little bit. But for the first like half of the game, you're basically just fighting hordes of the same xenomorphs and stuff. So right. Um, but it's a lot of fun. I mean, it's it's like a I don't know, almost think of it as like a Gears of War light. I care more about the Alien franchise, so I actually like it better than a Gears of War personally. Right. Um, but it's a you know so it's a solid third person kind of horde shooter um, with very little story. But if you are into aliens, you know you'll kind of enjoy the right just kind of the the the, the mythological uh, mythology behind God mythology behind that. So, yeah, yeah. Um, I've been enjoying it, and it's nice too because I think I talked to you about this. It's broken up in where you can sit down and play for 15, 20 minutes, and you know if you just have a brief window of time where you can sit down and probably knock the whole game out in about 8 hours or so something right. like that so right it's uh it's a lot of fun yeah. nice yeah that's that's pretty much it i tried to play toy story 3 and no xbox that i have hooked up uh my one or my series x would play it so i got to i got to hook up the 360 and and get back into that nice yeah you going to do it actually yeah absolutely okay <laughs> i would have done it yesterday but my wife was making deviled eggs to take to my the picnic at my mom's house and uh-huh. uh she called me to help her with that and gotcha so it didn't happen 
good husbandly duties. Yes. Uh, so, I actually have had a very, very busy... Since the last time we spoke, I haven't like played almost anything except for I streamed Sea of Thieves for a little bit. But that's about it for me. Brandon, what about you? Um, nothing new uh, as far as like a new game. Um, I did play some Overcooked 2. Oh, okay. Um, that game is quite delightful. Um, I have... Is it a PS Plus game now? Um, so there is like an all-you-can-eat edition. I think it's the first one, though, okay. which is the first one with all the DLC. I haven't downloaded this month's game. Yet. Um, check it out, though. Yeah. Uh, the first one, I have some experience with that really good. The second one just builds upon that. It's not exactly the same, but it pretty much is the same. Good multiplayer, um, right? You play yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Couch co-op even. Yep. You know what I mean? And, and online the same. So... Um, yeah, just a lot of fun to just try something that's way more casual. Yeah. Um, unless I like only having to worry about, you know, the meat being overcooked for a little bit. <laughs> right, um, right. Or like, yeah. you know, the 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 fucking I don't know, the shrimp kneading cut. I don't know. So yep. it's just been fun to play something a little bit more casual and a little less serious. Um and yeah. It's one of the PlayStation Plus games, um, one of them with DLC. So yeah. definitely, okay. definitely do it, man. Is that this month? Yep. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. And is that Hitman Two? Hitman Two, one? which is yeah. cra- honestly, I'm surprised we didn't talk about that. But um, that's huge because you know, not that there's not some PS5 games, but one of the PS5 games that I think is like top notch is Hitman Three. Yeah. And the PlayStation Plus game this month is Hitman Two, which means you have all of the levels for Hitman 2 in your PS5 Hitman 3 because you can transfer them. Right. Unless oh. they unless they put it behind some weird paywall. It's um, not. It's great. Not. Yeah. That's yeah. awesome. Fantastic. So you'll be able to boot them up in your Hitman 3 game for PS5. Just transfer them right over and you have all the missions. Phil so. will not play it because he hates stealth. I'll play it for free. Okay. Yeah. All right. I'll check it out. I've, I've actually... I do hate stealth and that's why I've never played it. But free is the right amount of money for Dude, me to try it for. Yes, sir. Hitman, so, yeah. Hitman one, two, and three. This latest series, really, really solid. Yeah. Um, and I guarantee then, I won't finish it, but I will yeah, definitely right, uh, right. at least at least give it, it a out. shake. Yeah. Um, and then the other PlayStation Plus one is that um, that Predator game, the yeah. B- VR oh, Predator yeah. game. Good, good, good. I I actually think I'm going to play that this week, yeah. and I want to report on it last week because. I not only have heard nobody ever talk about it. I think the player base went way down. Like I, I yeah. don't think anyone's playing it right now. Yeah. So this ought to boost, uh, boost that, boost the numbers. Yeah. yeah. But aside from yeah. overcooked, not too too much. Um, out of the ordinary. So nice, cool. Well, gentlemen, I think that about wraps it up for us. Anything final? Are we good to go? Yeah. Launch this baby out into the sun. Well, I mean, we just got to talk about. There's some big games coming out this week. Yes. So this is Tales of Arise week. Oh. And. Life is strange. It's yeah. coming out this week. I couldn't let this podcast end without. I'm, talking I was really about trying it. to. And then I, I had to you, just let us know that we can celebrate that a Life is Strange game is coming out this week. Um, you know, we can unleash our inner empathy. Yeah, go out and, and so, learn the, unlock the power of empathy. So that's where the world is right now. Is that we need a video game to teach us about empathy? Yes. So, but I will be playing the hell out of that game. Have you, you're all, I mean, you've played everything before that. Everything. Yeah, I thought so. And I'm going to get the remaster. I'm going to play it all again. Yeah. 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 Well, I uh, love every second of I'll it. I'll pray for you. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I think my dad is too. Yeah. <laughs> all right, guys. Thanks for listening. Uh, you know the whole rigmarole. We'll see you next time. 
The HP Podcast and HandsomePhantom.com are supported by our proud patrons over at Patreon. If you want to support the show, head over to Patreon.com slash HandsomePhantom. Adaholic, Passive Pixels Edwin Castillo, Fusebro, Boots, Poot, Jared, Josh Cummings, Edward Walton, Charles Peterson, Toby Ryland, Straw Hat Ninja, Jared Cavallero, Jason Canham, and Kevin Lucas. 